1: Welcome to the Gear 30 podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Today, Brandon, Chase, and myself have a special guest, our friend Zach Evertson. Welcome, Zach. Thank you. So Zach is a sales rep, and you rep Roughwear right now, but you've also repped other brands in the past, which we which we really like, like Fjällräven, and and what are some of the other brands that you've worked for in the past?
2: With you guys, we had Chaco. That's right. Smartwool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've now got. Uh Roughware. We had pro bar and Goo. Oh that's right. Uh Clean Canteen.
1: Yeah, lots well, of good ones.
3: I think we've done all of those <laughs> at yeah. some point.
0: So. Yeah. Cool. So
1: now not
0: smart wool, that's the only one.
1: Yeah, smart wool I guess yeah. we didn't carry. We did Icebreaker. Um we're considering it. Yep. Sorry now that you're not rep me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> you sold us on it, it just <laughs> took us a while to yeah. <laughs> so um now are you exclusively with RoughWare? Yep. Okay, yep. and, and so, so I'm just curious, what what uh, led you in that direction? Because is a great company, of course, but why did you choose Roughware
2: exclusively? Oh boy, uh, although I loved all the different brands we were doing and the territory, it made more sense for me to be in-house rep uh-huh. than spreading myself so thin across so many brands. Yep. For me, it made more sense because I can give more personalized attention to each customer. Yeah, so. cool. Well, we
1: always thought you were a great rep and, and enjoyed. We're glad that we still get to work with you.
0: What's a rep, for those who don't know? A sales, yeah, sales rep? Yeah, what's your, so,
1: so what's what do your you, job? Yeah, what do you
2: do? I facilitate orders and training of staff at, at retail stores. Okay. So everybody in my territory throughout the Rocky Mountains that carries roughware, I basically am the face of roughware to them.
0: Okay so and that's a pretty face so that's good (laughs) it is (laughs) i
1: wish i feel bad for my customers (laughs) (laughs) we were just uh talking right before this about how we need to video uh yeah record these podcasts so that you can see what uh see our pretty faces and no one has a prettier face than than Zach. We oh. can't really see it though because he's well, no, got a, no one
0: has a better beard. Uh, no one and has, has a better sure, beard. So <laughs> it's true. Yeah, um, yeah. You, We're talking. What's the have you have you entered competitions? Because there are things <laughs> <laughs> that I, is a thing.
2: It is a thing. I have not. I've not entered any yet. Yet, <clears throat> yeah.
0: So the, just so you know, the championship at Snowbird is this summer. It's the uh, Snowbird champion beard competition. Um, there's different categories. Is that I've,
1: the world championship or I don't know what national? it is. It's like
0: the Utah. I don't know. What <laughs> it is. Utah. But the, it's, I don't know how sanctioned the beard competition world is. What I do know, because we interviewed a man who's highly involved and he wins a lot of these and stuff, is is during, and I didn't know this, you have to, like, go all in. So whatever your, it's like almost like cosplay. So whatever your theme is, you got to embrace that full theme. Like this guy showed up, and you know those, like, old school red lumberjack uh, that's like a onesie with the, the pooper hole in the back. Like basically <laughs> that's all he was wearing because he had like this epic beard, you know. Like you got to like embrace the theme of right. who you are, or whatever you're, that's part of the beard competition. Anyway, you should think about it. Yeah, a stellar beard. <laughs> Very yeah. good beard.
1: Yeah. Um, so... so
0: nothing to do with rough wear. Or does <laughs> it? I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, you you used to rep um, a knife and axe brand. um a sweet Was it Swedish? It was, um, which one was it again? Wetterlings. Wetterlings, that's right. And I I thought that you seemed to be the perfect rep for that because <laughs> your beard plus like a, a good knife or an axe or something just seemed to fit so well. <laughs> but
2: that's, that's an amazing brand by the way.
1: Yeah. Oh, I I think their stuff's amazing and and top quality and everything, so um, but now you're with Roughware exclusively, and so that's mainly what we want to talk about today because we carry Roughware and we do pretty well with Roughware, particularly. well, they were just telling me on uh, last week that um, when we first brought him in, you said bring in lots of toys, and we were surprised. We probably didn't listen well enough to that suggestion. No, I, we're working
0: with Chase to listen to raps a <laughs> better. <That's> a <laughs>
3: I'm trying because because
1: <laughs> what they were saying is we just sell out of toys like very rapidly. So anyway, but but um, tell us a little bit about Roughware and kind of where they. Yeah, what's the history? I'm, yeah, what's I'm curious
0: history? to know the story behind Roughware.
2: The history on Roughware is actually really cool, um, and I don't just say that. It actually is legit um Patrick Cruz is the owner, founder and owner
0: Tom's brother <clears throat> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> um patrick was uh he grew up in California and was into sailing, and he uh, worked on sailboats as a kid and um, spent a lot of time fixing sails and sewing and repairing. And he's, he's got a real, uh, real way about fixing things mm-hmm. and making things better. Yeah. <clears throat> and as he was in California doing his thing with sailboats, um, he found himself on a vacation in Mexico with his sister and he had a lot of sewing experience and she had dogs and she's like, Patrick, can you sew me a water ball for my dog? Huh? And he's like, yeah, what, what do you have in mind? She's like, well, it needs to stand by itself. It needs to be collapsible. It needs to have, you know, a rigid top. And so he came up with this idea, his brainchild. It's this water ball that's cloth, has four corners and a rigid top, so it never falls over. And um, in in essence, that's how War was born at a family function in Mexico. Just having beers on the back porch trying to find a solution for a dog
0: i didn't know that and that was my first purchase for my dog from rough fire was the bowl really water bowl yeah and a vest the same day but yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) a pack it's a pack but yeah yeah
1: huh nice and so now they make um they make a wide variety of stuff from from bowls to toys to uh jackets to beds even um we were even looking um because we've got a, a pointer or she's a Vishla, I guess, and a type of a pointer. and she has real short hair and during the winter she freezes her her butt off. Um, but also when we backpack with her during the summer and it gets down to like freezing and stuff, she's like she has to sleep in the tent with us. She doesn't like sleeping in the vestibule she gets, uh, lonely and starts scratching at our mesh windows and all that stuff. And so we keep her in the tent with us. And when it starts getting cold, she starts kicking us out of our sleeping bags because <laughs> she's like forcing her way in there to stay warm. <laughs> so we were trying to find a good a good solution for uh, some sort of backcountry bed that's light and packable and stuff like that. And sure enough, Roughwear has one. Yep. So they, they make a wide variety of products. How long has Roughwear been around?
2: 25 years. Wow. We celebrated 25 this year. Nice. 25
1: sure. and so the uh,
0: pet industry is not slowing down i assume
2: pet industry is going strong yeah um it's interesting when the when the economy kind of took a dive a few years back and retail was in a, a rough spot outdoor retail was great because people were getting out and going to national parks when they couldn't afford to fly to hawaii mm-hmm. they couldn't go on vacations cruises were too expensive so they were going out and getting in the backcountry so out outdoor gear was still going well didn't have as much dollars to spend but it was still being used utilized and dogs are the same because now when people can't fly they go on vacation and they take their dog huh
1: so well,
0: yeah uh what's uh wait, rough wear so n- nothing for any other types of animals just dogs just dogs okay and what is trending this year
2: 2020 What's the hot item? (laughs) The hot
0: item. What do all the dogs want? (laughs) They're all jealous. (laughs) Yeah.
2: All the dogs want the front range harness, which is our number one selling item. Uh We revamped it for spring 20. Uh, All new colors, six new colors. uh, Now out of polyester webbing instead of vinyl. Um, It holds color better. Same price, 40 bucks retail. It's our best selling item. We're doing a leash and a collar to match it. So all six colors match. Uh, dog boots are really really popular yeah uh, the grip treks mm-hmm. it's a great outdoor uh, great for the mountains it's breathable
0: not just for winter
2: nope it has a Vibram outsole which is cool we're the only dog product that, that uh, puts a Vibram outsole in. and of course you can imagine putting a Vibram outsole on a dog boot isn't cheap right yeah and, Right. and that's what Roughwear is known for is taking that extra step of, of quality yeah Even if it means that we take a little bit less in in profits, uh, Rough War is not about making money. It's it's about making the right product for dogs.
1: Right. So uh, that's pretty cool. So I've always... I've had kind of a love-hate relationship with dog booties because, um, first of all, like, uh, I, I think, well, they're a dog. They should be able to handle it. But dogs that spend half their day inside on soft carpet or and they're not running around the mountains all the time just like our like we're not working with their hands all the time so our hands get soft and get and weak and stuff some guy out there who's who's chopping down trees every day or who's working with his hands doing construction every day he's got real tough hands that can take a beating and not not fill it and same with dogs when they're inside all the time they're not running around out in the the dirt and rocks and stuff their feet get soft and then you take them into the mountains and, and they, uh, their, their feet get torn up and, and, you They'll know, my, pad. Yeah, yeah. my dog has had plenty of paws. And part of that is because I can't seem to keep the dog booties on her cause she's always running through the mud and the brush and all that stuff. And, and so I don't use dog booties for her, but inevitably the first backpacking trip of the season, even though she's. We're taking her trail running and stuff and she's running on the trail for an hour a day and stuff like that. When she's out there for 10 hours a day, her feet get quite sore and sometimes they get bloody. So dog booties make, make sense to me. Um, but I can't seem to... I seem to lose dog booties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is there a trick? <laughs> so
2: it's That's a,
0: like gloves. Like when you're, when you're, <laughs> you you're Yeah, I always lose gloves. I always when, lose you know. one, yeah.
2: It's common to lose a dog boot. Um <clears throat> the biggest problem that people run into is that they don't fit' them properly, okay. Your staff has been trained at here at gear thirty in Ogden to to fit the proper way, and what most people don't realize is the dog's front paws are bigger than their back paws, so oh. if you buy all fours the same size, uh-huh, your back ones are going to fall off inevitably okay. Roughwood takes pride in in the way we manufacture boots and it's been a process of each season, we look at it, and we revamp, and we make it better. But if you have the proper fit, they're not going to fall off because they're going to be snug. Mm-hmm. Uh, but keep in mind, dog feet are different from front to back. Okay. Front being larger than the back. So that's that's probably
1: that. why, actually. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think I probably buy four of the same size.
2: Yep. And and going forward, I just read an email today that we're, we're going to start only selling in pairs instead of selling as a set of four okay to to really help, to help people. accommodate
1: that yep uh-huh mm. well that that makes more sense um what about because you guys also do dog packs we do and um I don't use a dog pack for my dog because she's a bird dog and she's always in the bushes chasing birds pointing birds and stuff like that I can't seem to keep her on the trail so the one time I did have a dog pack that thing was shredded by the end of the trip <laughs> <laughs> um, what sets, and I, I've noticed that Roughwear packs are definitely a few notches above the competitors. Uh, I don't know that Granite Gear makes dog packs anymore. When they did, they seemed to be like the only company out there that made a similar quality pack, right? But now it seems like Roughwear's clear up here and everybody else is somewhere else. What makes their packs so much better?
2: Um, I think it's a commitment to the product. Over time, they make it better. And they revamp it. Um, and they don't just say, oh, we're going to go away from it because sales are down. Um, hmm. Patrick, you know, our president or our owner, he has that mindset of, hey, let's let's find a solution for people, for dogs, for adventurers, and their human companions. And if he's got a pack that makes sense, if the, if the public wants something different, he's going to do it differently. But he's always going to keep it in there because dogs... Have a sense of uh, accomplishment when they carry their own stuff. You know, they want to be, they want to be out there with people. And when you, when Greg, you wear a backpack, and your dog wears a backpack, they're just, they're stoked. Yeah, they're smiling on the trail.
0: No, I don't think Greg does this, but I know I make my dog carry his own. Food, I'm gonna go backpacking and my rum. So that's <laughs> <laughs> it, works out great. You just got to balance the pack uh, a yeah, little bit on each side. That's there. a lot of food, a lot of food. It <laughs> it's a lot of food. Yeah, uh, yeah. what does roughware make that would surprise us?
2: Uh, they make a sleeping bag, what yep,
0: like a puppy sleeping bag, straight up. Yeah, this is amazing. I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> Look at that, very cool, yeah. Someone came to s- the to reference that we need a sleeping bag for a dog.
2: Yeah, I mean, your, you know, your Vichla wants you don't want it, it doesn't want to sleep in the vestibule, right? Yeah. Well, you know, if you're car camping and you can bring extra blankets, that's great because you can wrap your dog up and cover it and make a nice, nice soft little pad. But if you're backpacking, right? Um, you know, we've got a solution that pack. It's a cinch cinch sack. You know, just like a normal stuff sack you'd find in human gear. Um, it packs down to you know roughly twelve to eighteen inches. Foot football size football size yep yeah. yeah. um it's got a um, a sleeve in the back that you can actually insert a pad that the pad folds up just that's like awesome. a, a big Agnes system yeah. and it's super functional but it's also great i mean we don't sell it for kids but it's a great option for little kids yeah yeah
1: yeah that's yeah. pretty cool yeah, i i was looking for something like that i was actually thinking about making my own because i didn't think that anybody had one and then Roughwear did inevitably. Are there, seem to have
0: other hammocks. Dog hammocks. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm sure you can find uh,
3: it out there somewhere. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure. yet though. From <laughs> it's, roughwear.
2: It's we don't we don't I, make the damn for the domic. <laughs> the domic. Yeah, the domic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in time.
0: <laughs> Just throwing it out there. You know, you can pitch it as your own idea. You know, go free. <laughs>
1: We're pretty good at coming up with uh, really bad ideas. With really really good ideas, and then just suggesting our listeners (laughs) go for it, because we don't dare to risk it. That's pretty (laughs) funny. Anyway, uh, I imagine that just a lightweight hammock, human hammock, would work just as well for a dog. Oh yeah, but that's
0: boring. You got to make your own dog hammock. It's a little smaller.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I. I was camping with the dog, camp, camping with the family, and we had a hammock up, and I tried to get my dog in there, and she just was not. Do you know how many America's Funniest
0: Home Videos you can have with dogs trying to get into their hammock? <laughs> like, that's a whole season right there. <laughs> that's yeah, a good one. Yeah, she
1: wanted out. She would not, like, she did not want to be in there with me. Didn't like the swinging and stuff. She just wanted to be out. When I was in there, and she wasn't, she wanted to be in, but when she got in, she was like, yeah, oh, I don't want any of this. <laughs> what
0: so, dog do you have, Zach?
2: I have a 12 year old golden doodle named caddis and uh, he's fantastic yeah. yeah
0: what's his favorite roughware piece of uh, gear
2: his favorite is uh, one of our frisbees it's a uh, a webbing a nylon webbing that uh, floats and it's extremely durable so he can chew on it he can you know if it's on the grass or in the snow he can actually bite it because it's flexible he can bite it without having to get underneath the edge. Uh-huh. And it's so... I mean, he'll lay on the ground and just chew on it. <laughs> and it doesn't... It's it's still it holding up. takes it, uh. yeah. Is that
0: the same one Beans has in the shop? No, that that's the... One? Uh,
2: well it's, it's the Pacific Ring that's in the shop.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And that thing's... it's It's got three dogs. That three dogs. that love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> played tug-of-war with it. It's, yeah, it's been put through the ringer, yep. so...
1: So what kind of so that's Frisbee's one of the dog toys mm-hmm. that uh, RoughWare makes. What other kind of toys do they make? Because you said that those are some of the better sellers
2: for. Ruffwear. They are yeah. We've we've got uh, several frisbees. I think we've got three in the line right now. Uh, we've got <clears throat> we've got a si- uh, a series called Nada, which are K N O T, not like we've got Nada Rock. We've got Nada Cone, uh, Nada Stick. Uh, the stick floats, so one end has a little bit of foam in it. So if you've got a dog mm. that likes to play in the water, um, it's it's a great flexible. Uh, it's about 12 inches long, bright colors so you can see it. Uh, we've got one that's on a, one toy that's um, about the size of a baseball. It's shaped like a pine cone, and it's on a, on a rope, so you can throw it. Um, we make that without a rope, so you can put treats in it or peanut butter or freeze, you know, uh, beef broth, or uh, you know, pumpkin puree. Freeze that inside to keep your dog entertained while they are in a kennel for the day, while you're at work, or in the car on a long drive. Um, other toys. Um, uh, I'm blanking on the others right now, but it's just, it, that's, that's that pretty seems, much
1: it. Yeah, those seem like very functional, functional toys.
0: And then all the water bottle sizes or not water bottle but water bowl water sizes bowl. right mm-hmm. lots of bowl sizes um
1: i
3: think one of my favorite things is the trail running bowl what do they call it is it the trail runner yeah the, and it's just like a little teeny bowl that folds up into it's like i don't know two square inches um and it's a little bowl that folds out into a, a dog like a, a water bowl for your child running you can throw your dump your water in there from your water bottle and you're not Wasting all your water, trying to feed your dog some water while you're on the trail, just throw it in there and dump it out, pack it back up, put it in your vest or in your pocket. Super convenient for trail running. Yeah, so that was sweet. one of the things that I was like, "Wow, like pretty, mm-hmm. very useful thing."
0: And then there's there's a couple of these on the market. I don't know if Roughwear has one. Uh, something to put your your dog waste in.
2: Oh yeah, it's very important. It is. Yeah, we've uh, got we've got several. Oh good. We've got uh, one called the Stash Bag. Um, We've got one called the Pack Out. So uh, one is designed to be clipped onto a leash or collar, and it's a a bag dispenser um, with Earth-rated bags that come in it, which is is a great company. Um,
1: What what does Earth-rated mean exactly?
2: Earth-rated is a brand that um, I believe they're out of Oregon. Um, but uh, they lead the dog industry um, because of their environmental uh, efforts.
1: Okay.
0: As far as far as the plastic goes in the bags? Mm-hmm. Nice. Correct. Yeah, because the, that's the thing that's most popular around our hills is our our dog users here uh, are very good at putting the poop in the bag and then very bad at taking the bag off the mountain. <laughs> no. So whatever that process is, we're missing a step there. So if it's i don't know biodegradable plastic yep. or whatever that's fantastic and then if there's if there's any do we have any of those at the shop a way to carry that yeah. out
3: yeah we 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 carry the uh
0: is the stash bag
2: yeah the pack out is the, the pack pack new out. one pack out yep. okay
0: we need all the pack outs we may we might just need to buy a bunch and start just
3: giving them out <laughs> yeah.
2: at the trailhead like, oh
0: that's like my biggest
3: pet peeve is when i'm out there running and there's just poop bags i see what you did there pet and, peeve yeah and you can <laughs> tell that the bags have been there for they didn't just put it there, and they're gonna get it on the way out. They just put it there and left. It's been like a week or so. Yeah. yeah. Or you go running every day, and it's still there, and you're like, I, I should take this out, but I really don't want to carry your dog's crap out here, you know? Right. All right? right. So yeah. There's
0: a product for that. Ruff, there is. Ruffwear makes yep. one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The pack out bag has a, a zipper, uh, almost uh, waterproof. We didn't make it waterproof on purpose, uh, but it's essentially as, as close to a scent free bag as you can get. It has a, a zipper on the top. With a metal frame that you can pinch. It's to be worn on your hip. Um, it's you can clip it on your belt, or you can wear it. You know, there's a, a belt that you can wear around and clip to yourself, so you have it on. Um, it's machine washable. Comes in two sizes, so big dog, small dog. Or if you're going to be picking up cigarette butts or beer cans, you know, you could have this this pack to to be responsible when others aren't.
0: This makes me happy because I had I had like the business planned in mind and everything it was. We're going to call it Big Poo, and that was, that was get your Big Poo bags here, and then that's what you call it out with, but uh, you don't have to. Roughware beat me to it, so that's fantastic. Yes. Very good. <laughs> Covering all the bases from toys and uh, 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 packability, protection of the paws, um, being able to play and relax, sleep, for crying out loud. So Ruffwear, Um very good. And prices are... I don't know what I don't know like is there, is are they like in line I don't know what the competition is because it's all I buy so I don't know if that's... I was gonna yeah
1: I was gonna say I imagine that the prices on roughware compared to like the other Amazon competitors is probably a little higher because the quality sure. is gonna be a lot higher right um, but not not astronomical like every time I've bought roughware stuff I've thought it seemed very reasonable yeah. um, but reasonably priced when considering it's a it's a high-end dog product, right? It's not the cheap stuff.
3: And Ruffler is specific to outdoor retail, right? Mm-hmm. They aren't in your Pet Smarts and your Petco's and stuff. So keep that in mind when you're looking for it. Go to a... Are they in... They're like, in Gear30.com. They're in Gear30.com. Or Gear30
1: Brick and Mortar retail. Um, yep. Washington for sure. Dog <laughs>
3: <laughs> but they are they are not a pet store brand. They are specifically outdoor. I didn't outdoor. Know that. And okay. so, I think it's because that's where their expertise is, is in the outdoor. So let's keep it in the outdoor. That's, that's their user. That's their market. Yeah, so. we
2: do offer products through specialty pet retailers. Okay. Uh, but our focus is the outdoor industry, uh, and it always has been. Mm-hmm. So we, we, uh, we got our start at an outdoor retailer 25 years ago. Sweet. Um, Patrick had a, a, a brand called Salamander, and he was uh, making kayak apparel. Waterproof, you know, wetsuits and such, and he had a booth at OR, and he had this dog bowl sitting on the ground, the one that he had made for his sister. And LL Bean came by and said, "We want that, and we want ten thousand of them." Oh. So <laughs> Wait, I don't make that. Patrick, yeah. Patrick went to work okay. in his garage yeah. making <laughs> his bowl. A lot wow. of sewing
0: that night, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. that's fantastic.
2: So outdoor retailer really got his, you know, his his uh his jump start. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's always focused his his business and now with you know a team of roughly sorry, no pun intended, <laughs> roughly uh 50 people in Bend, Oregon at our, at our headquarters called Embark. It's a building that Patrick, you know, he and and the team put together that's super awesome. Um
0: So is there an LL Bean bowl, branded bowl?
2: Ooh. Not that I'm aware. Okay, just curious.
0: Like a rough wear, right? LL Bean edition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For wow. your, yeah.
1: To go with your LL Bean edition Subaru mm-hmm. Outback. Subaru Outback.
0: <laughs> there you go.
3: It's a good one. I love it. Seems like
1: a good uh, good fit for our industry. Um, so we've talked about a, most of the products. You also you also do apparel and life jackets, like dog jackets and life jackets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so my dog, we bought a. uh a dog jacket that we found online from some random person. We like the jacket, um, and and so our dog used it for quite a few years for backcountry skiing and stuff Just like that. Like a polo, that. or yeah, what? it was like a yeah, it was a button-up yeah. polo. Button up polo. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was like a fleece-lined jacket with sort of uh, like a Cordura or mm. some sort of like a a tough nylon, and it, they made it for hunting dogs. Um, as a as a like a filled vest or whatever Um, but it worked pretty well in the snow but what we noticed is that around the legs snow would or or ice would build up around the legs and after hours of running in the snow that that ice would rub into her and rub her off we ended up buying a Roughwear jacket (laughs) and uh, we got some neighbor noise what's going on out there uh, so we ended up buying a Roughwear jacket to replace it, and we and she loved it. We loved it. It it worked great, um, but after a year of pretty heavy duty use, um, she had torn it in in places and stuff like that. So my question is, what what kind of warranty does Roughwear have, if if any, and um, how are they at taking care of their customers?
2: Yeah, so we have a lifetime warranty on all of our products against manufacturer's defect. <clears throat> Um, our pack support team is our customer service team in Bend. And there's a team of eight people that service phone calls and you know take warranty claims. Uh, we do have a warranty claim on our website, but I've never seen someone, even a product that was just chewed up by a dog. You know, a dog was left. Um, I've seen the pack support team take care of our customers. Yeah. Uh, but if it's a if it's a warranty that is something that we need to change, we want to be aware of it so that's why we use the warranty form online so we can actually get pictures of product and see exactly where it malfunctioned or or broke
1: right in my case it wasn't a malfunction it was just heavy duty like wear and tear the dog just ran through bushes for As hundreds hundreds do. of miles yeah. probably and so it wasn't a malfunction it was just it's just wear and tear yeah um so and, th- and that's why I didn't worry about any sort of warranty because I thought, no, there's, this wasn't a warranty issue. This is just wear and tear. Um, but it is good to know that they do have a, a lifetime warranty against manufacturing material defect. And, um, in, you know, I've noticed in the outdoor industry in particular, but the cool companies that we work with, they're just awesome people that care about their customers. And so even, like, you know, even if they have no legal need or reason to take care of their customers most of these companies just do because they like to take care of their customers they like their customer to be happy and so imagine Roughware's similar story in that in that regard
2: yeah I've, I've never i've i've never seen anyone turned away even if it's a product that a dog chewed on we usually you know there's kind of a, an unwritten word of you know each customer gets one gimme yeah you know if you've got a dog that chewed through a harness yeah we're gonna give you a new one yeah. but but next time you know hey we probably can't do that again even right. though and then then they stand by it they just they're good good people and the bottom line is not the driving factor for their business right it's amazing
0: that's awesome, awesome. thanks Zach for hanging out with us today yeah coming down from Logan yeah, yeah that was the drive
2: it was uh, it was good Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no snow or anything so yeah we're good
2: yeah it was it was good drive sweet Nice. One product that I do want to mention before sure. we go, if I could, um, we have cooling products. So oh, yeah. in, your, oh. in your summertime, Rick, you mentioned you have a Um We do a vest, and we do um, a, a full jacket. That's you soak it in water. There's a felt lining in between the outer and the interior layer. Um, the felt holds the moisture, and it works as a swamp cooler. And we've got infrared pictures of of a dog that's wearing it and one that's not. And there's, you know, 10, 15 degrees of, of difference for when they are wearing it and when they're not.
0: That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah our dogs overheat cool. easy here, especially in the mountains and the summertime. It's, that can happen. So that's really cool. I had no idea you made those.
3: Well, you have dogs that have just a little bit of fur on them. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: yeah, I was uh, I got nervous one time when I thought I had to bring my Newfoundland off the mountain and i'm like they're i'm screwed <laughs> i can't i can't pick this thing up like but he was he was hot he was overheated and we waited in shade for a really long time for him to call to cool down and uh that he's no longer with us um but that'd be a great product for a dog like that if they make him that big that dog was freaking huge yeah <laughs> xxxl
1: so that one that vest is called the swamp cooler or the jet stream. Yeah, the swamp
2: cooler, cooler is the full jacket. Oh I see. And that's see. our better seller. It has the 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 cooling system on the back and the belly. Uh-huh. Versus the the jet stream just has it on the belly with a like basically a sun protection on the back. I see. Yep.
0: Cool. Therefore jet
1: stream. <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet. Nice. <clears throat> cool. Well, thanks for joining us. It was fun to learn more about Roughwear. I know that we've we've enjoyed having them in the store and Um, but I, I don't work in the store as often as I used to. And so a lot of times these new products that come in, I don't, I don't get the trainings and stuff like that. So it's fun for me to learn all this new stuff that you guys probably maybe already knew. Some of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
3: I I should be more familiar with all the products we carry, but you know, I'm not perfect. So carry a lot.
1: We do. (laughs) We
3: do indeed. (laughs)
1: Cool. All right. Well, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast and um, if you have a dog that you love to take on adventures, uh, check out gear30.com and check out Ruffwear. Um, they make really, they're probably the best brand out there that I'm aware of that makes dog products for the outdoors. Um, one of the few brands, but, but the other comparable stuff or nothing's really comparable, but the other competition I would say that I see on Amazon or in other places just pales in comparison so it's fun to have rough wear in the store um if you enjoyed the podcast don't forget to subscribe also leave us a friendly review if you would five stars that helps uh that helps other people find us as well and then um you can follow us on instagram at gear underscore three zero and like us on facebook and visit our website gear30.com that's spelled out g-e-a-r-t-h-i-r-t-y.com and uh you can find roughware and other dog products there. And actually we don't have other dog products. We just have roughware, right? Yeah yeah. 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 So you can find rough wear there. That's all you need anyway. And well, um, we, like,
0: we have, a, we have, we do have leashes from some, cause used Zach to. used
3: to be our uh, Chaco. Yeah. So oh Zach's yeah.
1: Chaco yeah. dog leashes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm competing with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm competing with my history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for joining us today and we'll see you on the next episode. See ya. Thank you. Out there. Well,